Hi, this is Dan. Thanks for listening to my podcast. I trust that it'll encourage you and build your faith. If you'd like to connect with me further, visit my website at revivalnow.com. You can find me on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram at RevivalNowDanSteep, and Twitter at RevivalNowDan. You can also download the Revival Now app. Enjoy the podcast and share it with a friend. Welcome to this episode of the Dan Steep Podcast. I'm Dan, and we're going to be talking about new levels in the supernatural. In other words, there are levels in your, your Christian life, your, your spiritual life, and they are supernatural levels. And, and what I mean is, it's as simple as this. If Christianity is anything, it's supernatural. And we need, to, we need to embrace that. Far too many times, the word supernatural or the concept of the supernatural is just like this out-there concept, almost like people, Christian people, are not comfortable with talking about the supernatural. But my goodness, think about this with me. We serve a God who sent His Son from heaven to earth. It's called the Incarnation, God in the flesh. Born of a virgin, Mary impregnated by the Holy Spirit. These are the foundational truths of the Christian faith. Who gave His life on the cross to make atonement for our sins. He died, was buried, and he rose again and ultimately ascended back to heaven to the right hand of his Father. And the Bible says in Romans chapter 8, verse 11, the same Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead shall quicken your mortal bodies that as a born-again believer, the resurrection, the bodily resurrection, the resurrection of your body is a part of your inheritance. And Jesus is coming again one day to catch His church, to rapture His church up out of the earth, to meet Him together in the air. And the Bible says at that point, we will forever be with the Lord. It's all supernatural. Jesus' ministry was nothing but supernatural. From the way that he taught to the way that he healed and dealt with the demonic, the how he dealt with nature, the winds and the waves. There are levels in the supernatural. First Corinthians chapter one, verses three through five. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. I thank my God always concerning you for the grace of God which was given to you by Christ Jesus, 
that you were enriched in everything by him, in utterance and all knowledge. So the Apostle Paul is speaking to the Corinthian church, and he's, he's saying that the Corinthian church was enriched in everything by him, in utterance and knowledge. This was a, a church that operated on a different level in the supernatural than most churches, in, in spiritual gifts. There are levels. I want you to look with me in 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18. This illustrates levels very well. 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18. But we all, with unveiled face, beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory, just as by the Spirit of the Lord. What's this talking about? It's talking about levels. There are levels of glory. Levels of transformation. And you know, when you see people, we know people who operate in a level of prayer that other people don't. People that, that operate in levels of, of healing ministries, preaching, all kinds of levels, evangelistic levels. But the Apostle Paul said he's thankful. I'm, I'm going back to 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 4 now. I, I thank my God always concerning you for the grace of God which was given to you. It's gifts. It's levels. You know, God is a rewarder. We're, we're told in, in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6, and it is impossible to please God without faith. Anyone who wants to come to Him must believe that God exists and that He rewards those who sincerely seek Him. What kind of reward? Heaven? For sure. But there is a reward specifically set aside for those who diligently or sincerely seek Him. There are levels. How do we... So we've established that there are levels in the supernatural. And that the supernatural is not abnormal. It's, it's supposed to be normal. Standard operating procedure for the church of the living God. How do we move in these levels of the supernatural. Well, I, I, I taught some in the previous podcast on uh, fasting, and in my mind, this relates to it. That's one of the ways that we advance in, in new levels in the supernatural. It's one of the ways that we increase is through prayer and fasting. Uh, but let's, let's look at a couple of scriptures, uh, one in Romans chapter 12 and one in Hebrews chapter 12, Romans chapter 12, verse 2. 
Romans chapter 12, verse 2. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, so that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. How do we advance in new levels in the supernatural? By being transformed by the renewing of our minds. Faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. And the Word of God is how we are transformed. It's how our mind is renewed. The way to transform, right? So transforming is moving from one position to the next. The way that we're transformed is by the renewing of our minds. Now look with me in Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12. For the word of God is alive and powerful. It's sharper than the sharpest two-edged sword, cutting between soul and spirit, between joint and marrow. It exposes our innermost thoughts and desires. That's the word. That's the word that transforms us from level to level by the renewing of our minds. It literally has the power to expose or to, okay, to expose our innermost thoughts and desires. Expose or reveal. Who is it exposing our innermost thoughts and desires to? Ourselves. It's called supernatural revelation. That's what the Word of God does. It exposes our animal, it exposes our ambitions, our motivations. And it's it's alive. This word is alive. It is powerful. And it is a separator. between soul and spirit, between joint and marrow. This is how we advance to new levels in the supernatural. We're transformed by the renewing of our minds, and our minds are renewed by this word. John 8, 31 says, You will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. You cannot be set free by a truth that you do not know, and the Word is truth. I want to take you to one more scripture as we're talking about the how in moving to new levels in the supernatural. Mark chapter 9. Mark chapter 9, verses 14 through 29. Mark chapter 9, verses 14 through 29. And when he came to the disciples, he saw a great multitude around them and scribes disputing with them. Immediately they saw him, and all the people were greatly amazed, and running to him, greeted him. And he asked his scribes, What are you discussing with them? Then one of the crowd answered and said, Teacher, 
I brought you my son who has a mute spirit, and wherever it seizes him, it throws him down. He foams at the mouth, gnashes his teeth, and becomes rigid. So I spoke to your disciples that they should cast it out, but they could not. He answered him and said, O faithless generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I bear with you? Bring him to me. So they brought to him, so they brought him to him, and when he saw him, immediately the spirit convulsed, and he fell on the ground and wallowed, foaming at the mouth. So he asked his father, How long has this been happening to him? And he said, From childhood. And often he has thrown him both into the fire and into the water to destroy him. But if you can do anything, have compassion on us and help us. Jesus said to him, If you can believe, all things are possible to him who believes. Immediately the father of the child cried out and said with tears, Lord, I believe. Help my unbelief. When Jesus saw that the people came running together, he rebuked the unclean spirit, saying to it, Deaf and dumb spirit, I command you, come out of him and enter him no more. When the spirit cried out, convulsed him greatly, then, I'm sorry, the spirit cried out, convulsed him greatly, and came out of him. And he became as one dead, so that many said, he is dead. But Jesus took him by the hand, lifted him up, and he arose. And when he had come into the house, his disciples asked him privately, why could we not cast it out? So he said to them, this kind can come out by nothing but prayer and fasting. So we see in this story, and we just bring it right down to the end here in verse 29. This kind can come out by nothing but prayer and fasting. This, first of all, illustrates to us that there are levels. There are levels that Jesus operated on. And some people would say, well, okay, but that was Jesus. But this same Jesus said to his disciples that you're going to do greater works than I've done because I go to the Father. And of course he meant because when he goes to the Father, the Holy Spirit would come and baptize them and fill them with power. So Jesus had high expectations for his disciples. They weren't at that level yet. But he saw them at that level. And he believed he wouldn't see them at that level and tell them that they were going to do these things if they could not do them. So what is, what is the, the how to moving into new levels in the supernatural? As we've talked about, being transformed by the renewing of our minds through this great and powerful Word of God. But here, Jesus gives us a key. This kind can come out by nothing but prayer and fasting. He's, he's giving us a clue. You can elevate to new levels in the supernatural through prayer and fasting. I'm going to do a lesson on, on prayer and fasting maybe in the next episode. We're going to look at Matthew chapter 6, and we're going to look at prayer, fasting, giving, and as we talked about in this episode, the Word of God. Those four things, you bring them together, it is a powerful force in moving you from level to level in the supernatural. Jesus 
expected. He knew that his disciples were going to move on to that level. And he gives them a key, prayer and fasting. Amen. And I want you to know that moving and operating in new levels of the supernatural, it's for now. It's not next year. It's not for somebody else. It's for you. And it's for now. Plain and simple. Acts chapter 2. Acts chapter 2. I was going to begin in verse 17, but I'm going to back it up to verse 14. This is on the day of Pentecost when the Holy Spirit fell upon the early believers. And there was quite a commotion, a lot of manifestations of the Spirit. People were mocking them, some saying that they were drunk. But Peter stands up in verse 14 of Acts chapter 2, and he says, He raised up his voice and said to them, Men of Judea and all who dwell in Jerusalem, let this be known to you, and heed my words. For these are not drunk as you suppose, since it's only the third hour of the day. But this is what was spoken by the prophet Joel, and it shall come to pass in the last days, says God, that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh, your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, your young men shall see drip visions, your old men shall dream dreams, and on my men servants and my maid servants, I will pour out my spirit in those days, and they shall prophesy. I will show wonders in heaven above and signs in the earth beneath, blood and fire and vapor of smoke. The sun shall be turned into darkness and the moon into blood before the coming of the great and awesome day of the Lord. And it shall come to pass that whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. What do we have here in this story? First of all, there are levels in the supernatural, and we see them right here, that the Spirit of God is being poured out upon all flesh, so not just the special people, all flesh, everyone who comes to the Lord, this is available to them, and it will take you to new levels. Your, daughter, your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, young men shall see visions, old men shall dream dreams, on my men servants and my maid servants, I'll pour out my spirit in those days. They'll prophesy. I'll show wonders in heaven above and signs in the earth beneath. This is all supernatural. And whoever calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. So a supernatural harvest of souls. This is all next level stuff. But get this. Verse 17. And it shall come to pass in the last days. Guess what? This happened on the day of Pentecost. We have been living in the last days from the day of Pentecost until the present time, all the way up until Jesus comes and raptures his church out of the earth. These are the last days. This promise is for now, and it is for all flesh. And it's available through the Word of God, through fasting, and through prayer. Just turn over two chapters to Acts chapter 4. 
verses 29 to 31. Acts chapter 4, verses 29 to 31. Now, Lord, look on their hearts. This is God's people, the early church, praying. Now, Lord, look on their hearts and grant to your servants that with all boldness they may speak your word. By stretching out your hand to heal, and that signs and wonders may be done through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. What are they asking for? They're asking for the next level. They're asking for new levels in the supernatural. Lord, grant to your servants that with all boldness they may speak your word by stretching out your hand to heal, that signs and wonders may be done through the name of your holy servant Jesus. Now verse 31, And when they had prayed, the place where they were assembled together was shaken. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit, and they spoke the word of God with boldness. That's next level stuff. How many buildings have shaken when you prayed? They prayed, and the the building that they were assembled in shook. What is that? That's telling us that there are whole new levels in the supernatural. New levels in prayer, new levels in power, new levels in signs and wonders. And they were pressing into it. The Word of God, prayer, and fasting, it's available now, and it's available through prayer. You do it. You pray. You fast. You give yourself to God's Word. Allow God's word to grow your faith, and he will do it. He'll do just like they said, just like it is said in this passage in Acts chapter 4, verses 29 to 31. They called on him to look upon their servants with boldness. They called upon him for boldness to speak his word. And that as they spoke his word, that he would stretch out his hand to heal and that signs and wonders would be done through the name of Jesus. They prayed and he responded. Prayer works. Prayer gets God's attention. This was a prayer of faith. Remember Hebrews 11.6. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. Your needs do not move God. Your faith does. When you have faith that will move you to pray prayers like this, it gets God's attention. Faith gets God's attention. It provokes Him to move on your behalf. You fast, you pray. You get in His Word until His Word gets into you, and God will perform it. He will do it. Just look with me in Acts chapter 14 as I bring this this episode of the podcast to a close. Acts chapter 14, verse 3. Therefore, they stayed there a long time, speaking boldly in the Lord, who was bearing witness to the Word, 
granting signs and wonders to be done by their hands. You do it, and he will. You fast, you pray, you speak boldly by faith in his name, and he will accomplish it. That's what it says. Speaking boldly in the Lord, who was bearing witness to the word of his grace, granting signs and wonders to be done by their hands. He took them to new levels in the supernatural. He will confirm his word with signs and wonders. He tells us so in Acts cha- in Mark chapter 16. Mark chapter 16 verse 20. So then after the Lord had spoken to them, he was received up to heaven. He sat down at the right hand of God. And he went out uh, and they his disciples, they went out and preached everywhere the Lord working with them and confirming the word through accompanying signs. He confirmed the word that they spoke, that they preached, by accompanying that word with signs. New levels in the supernatural. It's here. It's available. You have access to it. I've illustrated that there are new levels, what those new levels can be and look like, and how you can move into them, and the reality that it's not for the future, it's for now, in Jesus' name. If you're listening to this broadcast, and you've never actually accepted Jesus Christ as your Savior, I want to introduce you to the miracle of salvation. This is next-level stuff, wherever you're at. If you're not trusting in Jesus Christ for your salvation, this is the biggest step into a new level in your life that you're ever going to take. It's accepting Jesus Christ as your Savior. It's next-level stuff. God is holy by nature, and we're sinful by nature. Holiness is the very nature and character of God. Sinfulness is our inheritance from Adam and Eve, a condition that we're born into, into this world. God knew that, and he took the initiative to remedy our condition. He sent his only son, Jesus, who died on a cross to bridge the gap between the holiness of God and the unholiness of man. There are three words that start with the letter R that I want you to remember. The first one is recognize. Recognize your sin. The Bible says all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. I recognize that my sin is killing me and it's killing those around me, and that the only way to peace is through faith in Jesus Christ. And once you've recognized your sin, now you can repent of that sin. Jesus said, and you will perish too unless you repent of your sins and turn to God. Repent means to change. To change your mind, change your direction, change your lifestyle. 
to change, to turn away from a life of sin and turn to Jesus Christ for your salvation. And that leads us to the third word that starts with R, which is receive. Once you've recognized your sin and you're willing to repent of your sin, now you're in a position to receive Jesus Christ as your Savior and commit your heart to him by faith. The Bible says if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. I'm going to offer a simple prayer of salvation. And this prayer includes all three of these components that I've talked to you about. Recognize, repent, and receive. If you repeat this prayer from a place of sincerity in your heart, you can know from this moment forward that you're saved. You can take part in the miracle of the new birth. Pray this prayer together with me. Just say, Heavenly Father, I admit that I've sinned. I believe that Jesus died for my sins, and he rose from the grave to give me victory over sin and death. I confess my sinfulness. I repent. Please forgive me of my sin. Come into my heart and make me a new person. In Jesus' name, amen. The Bible says in Romans 10, 13, whoever calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. When you prayed that prayer together with me, you called on the name of the Lord. So by the authority of God's word, you are saved. You're born again. And you're on your way to heaven because you have Jesus in your heart. If you prayed that prayer with me, please go to our website at revivalnow.com. Revivalnow.com. When you go there, you're going to find a big red button on the front page that says, I just got saved. Click that button, and it'll take you to a place where you can view some video resources that I prepared for you to help you get started in your Christian life. And you can fill out your contact information. If you'll fill out your contact information in its entirety, we're going to send some resources to you to help you get started in your Christian life. So go to revivalnow.com, click I just got saved, and follow the prompts from there. Thanks for taking this journey together with me on this episode. I trust that it's been a blessing to you. Make sure that you tune in again as I'm continuing to release new episodes, and we're going to dig in deeper in this area of prayer and fasting. So I look forward to uh, connecting with you again next time. Until that time, be blessed in Jesus' name.